Hello, America. It's time for Uncle Sam Says. Consider this following scenario. It's just a little past dusk. Your children are in the family room watching television, and you are expecting your husband to arrive any time now. He met up with some friends after work, but he should be home very soon. You are in the kitchen finishing some dishes when you notice the floodlights have come on. As you finish washing up, you think to yourself, Hey, if this was my husband, he would have already been in the door by now to greet me and the kids. The light has been on for a good five minutes and no one has entered. Your dog is barking and you try to calm him down. You are worried and you open the back door to investigate. Fear grips you and the only thing you can do is shout to see if it's your husband. Then you hear a loud clang as something drops in the garage. You feel your heart skip a beat. You've rehearsed the drill with your children before, and you know what to do. You lock your door, send the kids to the basement. Your son calls for the dog, who is somewhere in the house, but uh, the dog does not respond. You do not wait. You lock the children in the basement. Knowing that time is vital on these scenarios, then you head up to get your cell phone and your gun. You call 911 and return to the kitchen. You can see and hear the back door being jiggled. Someone is trying to get inside. You scream, I've got a gun! You know these words would paralyze anyone in their tracks. Then you say, I'm also on the phone with the police. You need to back away from my property now. Situations like these are all too real. And I wouldn't want... (laughs) that to happen to anyone, especially to you. No matter where you live, alone or with a family, you need to know the gun laws. And you need to know how to defend yourself and those around you. Now I'm going to take a look at several real-life stories from the news to help illustrate how important this can be. Now, in a perfect world, there would be no danger and you would not need a gun to defend yourself in your home. However, we know that the real world is a violent, dangerous place sometimes. you got to be ready. A woman in Toledo, Ohio, had been having a bad string of luck. For two mornings in a row, she'd woken up to find that her car had been broken into. On the third morning, just before 5 a.m., the woman's boyfriend left for work. He was at a gas station nearby when he saw a stranger, who seemed suspicious, walking toward his home. He called his girlfriend to warn her, and she was at the front door when this stranger tried to kick his way inside. She was armed and able to hold him at gunpoint on the ground until the police arrived. She later later stated, I'm not moving. This is my home. I will continue to protect my home. That's what the Second Amendment is for. (laughs) Good for her. In North Carolina, three men forced their way into a home with the intent of robbing the family and tried to rape the young girl who was at home. Fortunately, her grandfather was home at the time. Now one of the men knocked on the door and said he had car trouble. While the grandfather was going to help him, Two other men rushed inside and pulled out guns. 
They were robbing the family and were going to rape the granddaughter in the back of the house when the grandfather grabbed one of the guns and opened fire on the three. Now, he was injured, but if he had had his own gun, he might have been able to stop the situation earlier. He killed one of the invaders, and the other two were soon identified. <laughs> but, <laughs> sad but true, there is another side, and this is the side that causes all of the lefties to go nuts thinking that gun control is the answer. A three-year-old child accidentally shot and killed his mother after he had found a handgun hidden under the couch in her California home. It is tragic for everyone involved, and she has also happened to be an Army veteran who should have known better. You can't keep weapons in the house in such a reckless manner. It was a recipe for disaster. People in the government worry about money, getting elected, and staying in power. They do not worry about someone breaking into your home and doing you harm. might be a hard pill to swallow, but they don't. At least not until they need something from you, like a vote in the upcoming election. You have a right to own and use firearms, but this is a right you have to keep fighting to defend. What is the Second Amendment, and what does it have to say? The Founding Fathers of this nation put a lot of thought and effort into the creation of the United States Constitution. They wanted to ensure our fledgling nation would not make the same mistakes as other nations in the past. Namely, they wanted the government be to be by the people and for the people. The last thing they wanted was monarchs or tyrants running the show. To assist with this, they created the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments to the Constitution that were adopted and ratified all at the same time. The First Amendment included the right to free speech, freedom of, religious, of religion regardless of what you might be, freedom of the press, and the right to peaceably assemble. The amendment that will concern us is the Second Amendment. It states, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Oh, that word infringed. You know, way back last February, I wrote in our company newsletter an article about the words of the founders. And the word for that day was infringed. Here is some of what I wrote. When the Founding Fathers put together our great founding documents, they did so with much thought and great awareness of the exact meaning of every word they used. Now, these were intelligent men. Most of them spoke fluently several languages. They are much smarter than the guys we've got running our government today. They were fully aware, for instance, that they were crafting the most important document of their lifetimes, and they were determined to get it right. They always used the fewest words necessary, and those words used were never ambiguous. Their meanings were always exact and easy to understand. 
Because of the words they use, the whole thing can be given in just one sentence. The First Amendment, just one sentence. The Second Amendment, just one sentence. While some words have changed their meanings a bit since then, like militia, we can easily determine what it meant to those founders. The word infringed is... <laughs> the word infringed, however, has not changed. Its meaning remains the same, and when I looked it up, I was astonished and understood even more clearly... <laughs> They just did not want anyone messing with our rights to keep and bear arms. Now, here are the definition, definitions of infringed I gleaned from just one dictionary. Infringe. To encroach upon in a way that violates the law or the rights of another. Defeat. Frustrate. Breach, break, contravene, fracture, offend, traduce, transgress, violate, trespass, invade. Means to make inroads into the property or rights of another. Unwarranted or unlawful intrusion. Gradual or stealthy entrance upon another's territory. Usurpation of another's rights or possessions. Invading their privacy. Impinge. To do something that does not obey or follow a rule or law. To willingly, wrongfully limit or restrict. To fail or obey to act in agreement with the law. To go further than is right or fair to another. To violate another's rights. To break or crush. Guys, there's over 24 of those definitions from this one dictionary alone. It just means that the Founding Fathers meant they didn't want anybody to mess with our right to keep and bear arms. Now, some have tried to say that this is only meant for military uses, but that's simply not the case. Historic usage of the term, even before the Bill of Rights, means to keep and bear private arms. In the Seton Hall Constitutional Law Journal in 1995, Sayoko Blodgett Ford wrote, The Changing Meaning of the Right to Bear Arms. In this piece, he cites a pamphlet that was circulating around the time of Pennsylvania ratifying the convention. In the pamphlet, written at the time of the Bill of Rights, a passage reads, quote, the people have a right to bear arms for the defense of themselves and their own state or the United States or the purpose of killing game and no law shall be passed for disarming the people or any of them unless for crimes committed. Now when you read that passage from the pamphlet it's clear people should absolutely have the right to bear arms unless they have committed a crime. Only then should they have that right taken away. Taking away rights before someone commits a crime or taking away rights from an entire group of people who have done no wrong is ludicrous. Yet, that is what some out there want to have happen. 
Some are under the delusion that making firearms illegal would somehow curb violent crime and make the world a safer place. People were hurting one another long before we discovered gunpowder. <laughs> not only... <laughs> oh, not having a gun will not stop those who are intent on doing harm. We've seen this time and time again when people have used bombs, vehicles, knives, poison, and more to commit terrible acts. A man recently killed two men on a train in Portland with a knife. Bad guys do bad things. Criminals don't play by the rules. They will always have access to guns because they do not obtain them through legal channels. Prohibition of alcohol did not work, and neither will prohibition of firearms. The only thing it would do is make the world a more dangerous place than it already is. The Second Amendment is in place for a reason. We can't let politicians strip us of the rights that we need for our defense, hunting and sport. Guys, the purpose of today's podcast, my message to you, is you need to get a gun. You need to learn how to use it safely. Now, I've met a lot of gun shop owners, and they all fit into one basket in character. They would be delighted to teach you everything you know about a gun. Now, my favorite gun shop is one in Cedar City, Utah, called uh, The Vault Gun and, and Pawn Shop. I got a gun there for my wife. It's a beautiful little revolver that she didn't have the strength to make sure she could chamber a round in an automatic. So we got a revolver, and there's no hammer to catch on her clothing. All she has to do is pull it out and pull the trigger. There's no safety. She pulls it out and pulls the trigger, and <laughs> then she's safe. Guys, get a gun and learn how to use it safely. Hey, thanks for listening. Remember, you're learning the truth. Tell your friends, speak with boldness, and keep your powder dry.